Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. I'm coming at you with another amazing teaching. We ask you to set right back, people of God, as we begin to take you into the word of the Lord. Now, this morning's message, amen, is going to be a powerful, insightful message. And you know me how I roll. I love to use scriptures and stay scripturally basis with everything that I teach. Amen. Also, I want to take time to thank every single one of you that are sending us cash apps and what have you. I want to thank, thank God for every single one of you that is sending us a, a cash app donation, whether it's $5 or whatever monetary amount it is appreciated. And if you don't have it or don't feel led to sow a seed, amen, we do ask you to just learn from these teachings and enjoy them. Praise God. Now, to title of today's message, amen, and also, before I do that, also, praise God for all of you that are listening at on the General of Deliverance podcast. We're trusting that God will bless you while you're traveling or moving about, amen, on your way to work or just listening at us. Well, I'm going to get ready to start the message, and the title of the message is Understanding How the Spirit of God comes to your protection during demonic attack. I'm going to say it again. The title of the message is understanding how the spirit of God comes to your protection. Amen. During demonic attacks. There's a lot of us that have gone through spiritual warfare and attacks. And I want to take my time and give you soldier some information that will help you. Now, number one, I'm going to come out of the book of Ephesians chapter six, verse 16. That's Ephesians chapter six, verse 16. And here as it reads above all, taking the shield of faith, where which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And I'm going to actually, with this particular message that I'm teaching this morning, I'm going to show you how the shield of faith and what the shield of faith is. Now, the shield of faith in the metaphorical language of the Bible, the shield generally represents the protection of God. So faith is your protection from God. Now, I can't stress that enough because these demons will, when they come at you, they will do a whole lot of antics to make you think that they're still in charge, that they still got you under bondage, which I'm going to break down a little bit better in this teaching. Also, the shield of faith is our faith can guard us during trials and the same way as shield during a battle. So the shield of faith is the protection of God. It is faith that God is protecting you no matter what these demons are doing. 
Amen. Father, I know as I teach this message this morning that there are demonic strongholds that are trying to keep some people fearing that when they manifest or touch them or make a sound or, or make a suggestion to the mind, these demons want these people to believe that they're still in charge. Well, the devil is a liar. Father God, you are the one who reigns and rules in the earth and the universe. All things belong to God and these devils are not in charge. Now, the Bible says that the shield of faith will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Ephesians 6 and 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And my key thought right here is quenching all of the fiery darts of the wicked one. Our faith allows us to quench all of the fiery darts that the enemy is sending against us. The shield of faith. Now this word quench, look what it is. It's uh, me, which means to extinguish, literally to go out or extinguish. Got that? That word quench means to Go out to extinguish, to put the fire out. Faith is what puts the fire out. My dear friends, if the enemy can position you to be afraid of the demonic manifestations, he will use that as a platform to keep harassing you as if there is no hope and no help from God. And I'm telling you again, there is more on our side than on theirs. The Bible says that the shield of faith puts out, quenches out all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, this word fiery means to be ignited. So everything the enemy ignites against you, faith is able to put it out. The word of, uh, quench or uh, fiery also means to be inflamed with anger, grief, or lust. Did you see that? The word faith here also, fiery dart, the word fury means to be inflamed with anger, grief, or lust, and the shield of faith will quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked. Everything that he does to ignite us with, look at that, inflame us with anger, grief, lust, the shield of faith will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, another thing I want you to understand while you're going through this warfare, loves, is that God's counterattack against monitoring spirit. And I'm going to show you something because many of you say, well, brother Ivy, they're monitoring me. Guess what? I have no doubt in my mind that demons will use people, circumstances, and situations to monitor you. This teaching is not about trying to prove they will not do it. But when demons or even spirits or people that are astral projecting or using any type of wicked method to come against you, I want to let you know that there is more on our side than is on theirs. People of God, the reason why these demons get away with so much garbage they're doing is because they will make their presence known to terrify, to make one lose confidence, to make you afraid. The spirit of God don't have to terrify you. All he is, is just there. In other words, faith, the shield of faith and confidence is that no matter what you see in a dream, in a vision, or in a room, you've got to know that there's more on our side 
than on theirs. Now, I like to use 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, when I'm talking about how that the young man that was with Elijah, all he could see was the enemy. But God had to open up his eyes. Now, listen to that one thing that sits here in 2 Chronicles 16, 9. And I'm going to start with that one here. And that's talking about how that God is monitoring us. That's right. The demons ain't the only one monitoring us. God is. Look what it says here. 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. 2 Chronicles 16 and 9. For the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Did y'all get this? In other words, the eyes of the Lord, God has watching and watchers of his spirit that represent him. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect before him. In other words, if you're monitoring me, then go ahead, monitor me. But I want you to know I'm already being monitored. I'm already being watched because God's eyes is going to and fro throughout the whole earth. That's what I believe. I believe that with everything in my heart. Let me read. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 on the Dewey Reams Bible. It says, for the eyes of the Lord behold all the earth and give strength to those with a perfect heart trust in him. Wow. Did you get that? I'm going to read that one more time. Second Chronicles 16, 9, Dewey Reams Bible. For the eyes of the Lord behold all the earth and give strength. Come on now. God is giving strength to those who with a perfect heart Trust him. Are you seeing this? So I want you to know that whenever these monitoring spirits, whenever these demonic sounds and voices are coming at you, I want you to get kind of bold. Come on now. I want you to get bold and turn around and let them know that the eyes of the Lord goes throughout the whole earth to give strength to me because my heart is right with them through Christ Jesus. In other words, it becomes a shield of faith. I know demons, people. I know demons are monitoring me. I know whether it's on these podcasts or on YouTube or Facebook Live, there are spirits, there are people that are wicked who are listening at every word I'm saying. And guess what? I don't give a flute. Got that? I don't give a flute whether you're listening at me or not because I am kept by the power of God. God has monitored and watched over me. And not only that, listen at this, in Psalms chapter 37, 34, verse 7, it says, The angels of the Lord encamp around about them that fear him to deliver him. In short, I have not only the eyes of the Lord monitoring me, I have angels of the Lord that encamps round about me. Are you hearing me? David one time was praying, and most people in theology says that this word goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Many believe that goodness and mercy was a manifestation of angelic protection. But in Psalm 34, verse 7 says, The eyes of the Lord encamp round about uh, the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. Look, I have reverence for God. I fear nothing but God, and his angels are encamping about me. So when you're seeing demons, understand that angels of the Lord 
are there as well, not just demons. I can't stress this enough. Brother Harvey, but I saw a shadow in the room. Well, the angels of the Lord encamps round about you for that shadow in the room. I'm going to read Psalms chapter 34, verse 6 and 7. Here goes what the songwriter said. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him. He saved him from all his troubles. Come on, somebody. This poor man cried out, and the Lord saved him from all his troubles. And the angels of the Lord encamped those who fear him and deliver them. So I want you to know when the enemy comes at you to do these crazy antics, to keep manifesting. I want you to know that the eyes of the Lord are on you, according to the book of Chronicles, that the angels of God encamp about you. Glory be to God. And those devils are not driving that protection and strength away. But what the enemy does want to do is get you to a place where you are afraid to trust God. See, what happens when you fear the enemy, more than reverence the trust of God, it takes down the shield of faith. Are you hearing me? Now, I'm going to show you another time in when Elisha, Elisha had to ask God to open the servant's eyes so he could see who was on his side. My prayer to God is this. Heavenly Father, as I am preaching this message, there are many that come to us deliverance teachers and counselors for deliverance. God open up their eyes that they will see that there is more on our side than on the enemy's camp. Lord God open up their eyes that they will see that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the whole earth to the defense of those that are right towards him. Open up their understanding to know that the angels of the Lord encamp about them because they are heirs of salvation. My dear friend, knowing the word of God helps you see more than just demons. I am quoting to you the word of God. And by the way, I will say this. On my podcast and on my YouTubes, I keep my teaching strictly word-based. I keep it strictly based upon it is written because only deliverance and freedom comes from the written word of God rightly divided. Demons will keep manifesting and hoping you believe they're the only thing in the room. Did you hear me? I'm going to say it again. Devils will keep manifesting, monitoring you. Because I say to some people, said, I say to some people sometimes, Brother Ivory, they're monitoring me. I said, Ann. Brother Ivory, I seem like when I go to Walmart, they're there. And when I went to go shop at another store, they were there. And they were there. They are there. But what? So is God. I, wherever I go, wherever I drive, wherever I am, the spirit of the living God is with me. His eyes are ever watching, making sure the enemy does that. You ain't got to worry about devils monitoring you. Let them devils know, hey, you do know God. He is watching. Why do you think I said it at the end of these broadcasts that God is watching? Now, let's go to the book of 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 15 and 16. Amen. Now check this out. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and church had surrounded the city. And he said, oh my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Now he turns around and asked, to, uh, asked Elijah, 
Oh, my Lord, what we going to do, Elijah? And look what Elijah says to him in 2 Kings 6 and 16. He says, don't be afraid. The prophet answered him and said, don't be afraid. I am answering and speaking to you all that are going to these dumb demons doing their stupid antics. Don't be afraid. Don't let the spirit of fear overtake you or the enemy will use it against you. And then all you will see is the demons are coming. Ha 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 ha. The demons are coming. Ha ha. No. God's eyes are on me. And he, and I'm not caught unaware. The angels of the Lord encamp about me. I'm not by myself. Look what he said to him in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17. And Elisha prayed. And I was praying, Oh Lord, open his eyes so he may see. The young man could only see the enemy. When the enemy comes at us like this, always doing something in a dream, touching our body, voices chattering in the head, shadowy figures, something rubbing across our arm. That's all many of us see. But I ask God to open up your eyes. And Elisha prayed, oh Lord, open his eyes so he may see. And then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now, what is that telling me and telling you? Glad that you asked, soldier. It is saying to me that no matter if the devil comes in as legion, God is going to come in with a greater number because there is more on our side than is on theirs. All that young man could see in the beginning was the enemy all around the camp. I'm going to go back to 15. Here goes what he said. When the servant of the man of God got up, he went out early the next morning and an army with horses and church had surrounded the city and he said oh my god oh my lord what shall we do god open up his eyes that he may see and when the father opened his eyes he saw that there was more on their side than on the enemy side i'm going to say this to you people of god there was more on our side than on the enemy side i don't know about you but i'm getting tired I'm hearing the enemy punk people, punk them and make them feel like meaning punk them, meaning trick them, meaning deceive them. He punks them and makes them think that he is more mightier than God. The devil is a liar. He's not more mightier than God. And there's more on our side than on his. And God ain't never caught under under unaware when you're under attack. He says it. Not only does God see when the enemy is coming at us, he's staying strong on our defense, and he also has weapons that he got, has given us to protect us. And I'm going to say this, Father, open their spiritual eyes to see more than demons that are present. I'm going to say it again. Lord Jesus, open the eyes of these people of God, these born-again believers who've been seated in heavenly places who just don't get it. Open up their eyes that they may be able to see that there's more on our side than on the demonic side. Father, help them to see the spiritual help that is in our lives before the demons even showed up. Are you hearing me? Now, another thing the enemy likes to do is the enemy will threaten to tell you he's back. 
keeping a person fearing them returning or have they returned on me? Are you hearing me? Yeah, he will play that way. I'm hitting some of the things that I hear to try to give scripture. And notice, by, by the way, notice Apostle Hopkins, Brother Ivory, keeps popping at y'all with scriptures. Now, some people I talk to sometimes, they act like they don't want to hear, hear from a word of God. They act like they don't want to hear a word from a man or a word from a prophet. But I'm giving you the word of God here this morning, and I'm telling you, God said that he is there. God said his eyes roll to and fro throughout the whole world. God's word said that the angels of God and camps around those of the heirs of salvation to deliver. God said it. Now, let's look at Matthew's chapter 4, chapter 12, verse 43 through 44. Matthew's chapter 12, verse 43 and 44. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places and seeking rest and finds none. Now, check this out. Verse 44. Then he saith, Matthew's 12, 44. Then he saith, I will return into my house from which I came out. And when he has come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. Now, most people that go through deliverance, most people that get a breakthrough, these spirits come back in three ways trying to find an opening. There are three conditions needed for them to return. And that's your being empty, swept, and garnished. And I'm going to say it again. Three ways that they use to come back at you. That you're being empty, swept, and garnished. Now, the word empty means cleansed by deliverance in the word of God, but not filling your life with the word, with worship or prayer. You can actually be cleansed, actually have a freedom and a breakthrough. You can even feel, but are you hearing me? But not realize that I have to fill myself with the word, the faith of the word. The worship of the word and the prayer unto my God. You have to fill yourself with that. Are you hearing me? I tell people all the time, this is just elementary. Whatever the enemy has attacked you with, that's the stuff. That's where you go in scripture and study what God says about the power he's given you in that condition. I'm going to say it one more time because I'm a repetitious teacher. Whatever the enemy has attacked you with, whatever you have been delivered from, go into the word of God. I know you want to call prophet so-and-so. You want to call the, uh, the, 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 the minister so-and-so. I'm telling you, glory be to God, throughout my years of ministry, I have done thousands of mass deliverances and seen thousands of demons cast out. But the only thing that's ever held people freedom was for them to get in the word of God, for them to study the word related to the attack that they've gone through. Study the word of God concerning what the enemy has tried to break or put on your family line. Not just sit around and say, I'm going to see prophet so-and-so. They're going to pray for me. Then I'm all good. I ain't got to study. I ain't got to work. I can just leave myself empty. Deliverance is not an event, but it is a walk and a process. The next thing it says here, empty. The next word is swept. This word swept is serial, which means to brush off. In other words, your deliverance sweeps the demons out by the power of the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus Christ. And look, and you must be filled and wash away its indwelling place. 
So you must, amen, when you being swept out, when God has cleaned these demons out, when he's cleaned them out of the house, you must fill the house, amen, with the indwelling Holy Spirit, with the acknowledgement of the Holy Spirit. I wish that some people, I'm going to say it again, I wish in the bottom of my sanctified soul that some people would study more about the Holy Ghost than about the name of the newest demon in town. Yeah, I said it. Because people are calling me who have more knowledge about demons and how demons attack than the Holy Spirit and what he has provided. Is anybody hearing me? The last part of here, empty swept, the last part is garnish. That word garnish means to be polished on the outside. The demons come back to find his former dwelling place decorated but not clean nor filled inwardly. Now, what does it mean to be decorated? That means you got some deliverance, you got some freedom, but never built yourself in the word, never built yourself in consecrating your life to God. Never built yourself by studying, by praying, by, by, by having an intimate, intimate relationship with God. You look good on the outside. You can fool anybody who don't know that you're still not that deep. And the enemy will look for, guess what? If they're not coming with, it is written, I can get back in. That's what demons are saying. If they're not coming with being filled with the spirit, being filled with the word, I can get back in. If they are looking like they're right on the outside, but shady on the inside, if they're perpetrating and playing, and I'm not talking about making a mistake because all of us make mistakes. I'm not talking about sinning and failing because all of us sin and fail, but I'm talking about the intent of your heart because some people act like deliverance. I'll go do what I want to do, and I'll come back and get some deliverance. It don't work like that, dog pumpkin. You can't go live any kind of way you want to live and then come back for a fix. I'm going to move right along. Hallelujah. Listen to what it says. Then this spirit goes and bringing back seven more spirits more wicked than he himself. When these spirits are cast out, they're cast out into the dry places. Now, let me go back up here. Matthews 12 and 43 says, when the unspirit, clean spirit is gone out of a man, he walks through dry places. Now, this here is deep. He walks through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Now, what in the world? This dry places, what is it? Number, this word dry places means a waterless place or a place without water demonic spirits listen the reason why they dwell so well in our human body because our human body is a large percent of water or fluid we are our spirit man lives in a living body that is filled with fluid with life force and guess what these demons love dwelling in a place that isn't dry that they can operate their nature. Listen what it says here. Christ said in impure spirits naturally seek arid places, which means dry, waterless areas. This is referring to places that are physically dry, like deserts, but rather spaces that are spiritually dry, that is a place where God is absent. So the dry places that they're sent to is not just the desert. 
not just a dry place for a temporary dwelling place, but those demons, are, it torments them because they are looking for a body of an individual that is spiritually dry, dead as a doornail. They're looking to get in that person so that that person so that they can enact their nature. A dry place is a lifeless, non-breathing, non-living, temporary instrument. It can be an object or substance that demons can travel through to get to a permanent human host. Are you hearing me? There are demons out here that are right now in, they're in dry places. They're, uh, they're sitting around waiting for an individual that would live a life suitable that they can come in and inhabit. This is the spirit is seeking a place to live that's supplied by water so as to pass by waterless places. Are you hearing me? In order to gain access. So what the devil is seeking in this case is a person that is receptive to such evil, unclean spiritual condition that would provide rest for that spirit. Yes, sir, right. These demons are looking for individuals that are dead as a door now, dry in their spirit, don't know the Lord from a lizard, hypocriting, living any kind of way so that they can find a place that they can go in and live. There have been times, there have been times in ministry that I have had people come in front of me and they were, and, and I've looked at them and I could see that they were dead as a doornail. They had no relationship with God. They had no intimacy or dedication. And you could literally feel the dead dryness inside of them. My dear friend, that person needed to repent, not come for a fix. I never will forget about a couple of years ago, I had an individual that I was counseling. And I'm not giving people's business out, but there's an object lesson here. This person got mad with God. She was mad with God because it was things she wanted to do in life and God had not done it. And she was like, well, I paid for a session. How long does it take before things start happening? I said, what? Yes, I done paid my money. Y'all know what I did with girlfriend? I said, sis, I'm going to give you money back. That girl scared me. I returned her money back to her. I said, uh-uh, you can't give me an offering. You can't pay for no session of my time and counseling. No, sweetheart. I'm not going to take your money. You are angry at God. You are looking for a magician. You're not looking for God, and I'm not participating. Now, y'all can have any opinion you want about the reason why I gave that money back to her, but I was not going to profit off of someone that was in, in, in a battle with God because of their lifestyle, in a battle with God because of their sin. I was not going to put that, not in my bank account, not in my life, no ma'am. All money ain't good money. I'm going to tell y'all like right now. I'm going to say it again. All money ain't good money. Be it an offering or be it paid for a session. And some of you counselors that are spiritual, that, that walk in the Lord, you know what I'm saying is right. Now listen at this. Some of the tactics of the enemy. Here is the deception and lies the enemy uses to try to get back in. Now, by the way, what I shared you about that particular person, that person 
is in a battle with God because they're in rebellion. And you can, I don't care how much a deliverance ministry you call you. I don't care what little title you call yourself. It ain't going to make a difference. If that person is in rebellion with God, the Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, you will not be able to set them free. So you don't play games with them, trying to get their little offering when God is saying, I'm not talking to them. Sometimes God's way of bringing people in and back is to cut them off. In other words, to cut them off from everything that they're seeking for pleasure, everything that they're seeking to live their life running from him, and you can't deliver them in nobody's deliverance service. Now, say it whatever you want. Think whatever you want, but I've seen it over a thousand times in the lifetime of my ministry. Now, let me go on from there and talk about deception and lies the enemy uses to try to get back in. Now, here goes some of the lies he uses to try to get back in. Now, this section that I'm sharing, and then I'm going to get ready to get out of here. Often, I have prayed with people down through the years, and they've called me maybe two or three days later and said, Apostle, I said, what? I was doing real good. I said, okay, what, what's going on? And he said, all of a sudden, something in my mind kept telling me, I'm back. Said, now, now, Apostle, I, 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 it's, it's scaring me. Now, let me tell you something here. I'm going to go down a list of some of the tactics the enemy uses. Now, wait a minute. Let me, let me get this cynical person answered first. Well, Brother Hopkins, <clears throat> what about if the demon really did come back? If the demon really did come back and the person is sincere, they would need to have to get further ministry to try to get down to the root cause, the reason why it came back. That good for you? Now, I'm going to move on past your question. Thank you. Now, here goes some of the demonic, deceptive lies the enemy uses to trick people into thinking, I'm back. Number one, he sends messages to the mind saying, I'm still in here. I'm in charge. That's one of the things he used. He makes you feel like he's still in there. When in reality, is sending that message hoping you will not use the shield of faith and confidence and trust in God that you are delivered. Deliverance is not just coughing up, streaming with a loud voice, hollering and rolling and spitting in a cup. Deliverance is not that. Deliverance is what connects you to the deliverer. These spirits will play these antics, sending messages to the mind saying, I'm still here and I'm in charge. Also, they, this is a big one I get all the time. They will make sounds, noises, and cause feelings in the room, making the victim fear. But in reality, it stopped you from nothing. It stopped you from doing nothing. Let me correct that here. In other words, he did his antics, and it stopped you from doing nothing. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So this is an attack of the enemy. He will make sounds, and he makes noises, and Brother Ivory, I heard a bump, and Brother Ivory, I felt a funny breeze. I felt something touch my leg. And he will do these things hoping that you will become so terrorized that you'll drop the shield of faith and confidence, that you'll drop the shield of faith that knows that God is there and on your side. And he, that he will cause you to end up operating and opening the door of fear. Then he enters in and reestablishes his bondage. Another one is 
Spirits do this in hope that you will guide your life running and chasing their manifestations. You got it. Brother Harvey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you know the one that was in the bedroom? I said, yeah. Well, we prayed and it seemed like it's gone from there, okay? Now it's in the bathroom. And this thing just keeps you running from place. Uh-oh, they're on my job now. I told a person the other day, <laughs> I said, sweetheart, can I be honest with you? you? You got some people that are demonic or in witchcraft or whatever on your job, and do you still pick up your check? Well, yeah. I said, and what? Well, Brother Arby, it's just that, just that I don't like to have that type of feeling around. Welcome to earth, folk. You're not going to get away from it. This realm is a realm where, where the spirit of God moves in it and demonic spirits moves in it and also our carnal worldly flesh moves in it. This is the world we're in. Spirits are hoping. I'm going to say this. Spirits are hoping that you will guide your life running and chasing every manifestation. It was a voice this week. Uh-uh. It was a touch my body this week. Uh-uh. I heard a sound this week. People. Don't you understand? And I want to ask a question. Did you hear God? Did you worship God? Did you go into the word? Sometimes, did you just live life? Did you just? Look, I'm going to tell you something. In all of these years, almost 50 years of being in deliverance ministry, I, I have learned how to enjoy myself in God and in life. But Brother Harvey, do demons ever manifest? Of course they manifest. I was at a restaurant one time. And uh, Evelyn and I were sitting, and I felt, and because I have a strong discernment, all of a sudden, I felt this young man was heading out the door. He stopped behind Evelyn, looked at me with eyes staring, in a, like in space, and he did the sign of some kind of cross. And I said to Evelyn, just eating my meal, I said, Evelyn, there's a demon directly behind you. I'm binding its power. And all of a sudden, the guy shook his head and went out of the restaurant. Guess what I did? Ordered some more tea. Kept right on eating. Been somebody, I got to get out of here. Praise God, the demons are in here. I got to get out of here. No, man, I finished my food. I kept right on doing what I'm doing. I'm intending to tell y'all, make the devil mad. Make him angry by keep right on doing what you're doing because you're doing it in the name of the Lord. Are you hearing me? They will touch your body or breeze past you so your faith-filled fear was be centered on them. So what happens is, now notice I said this term, they're trying to produce in you, let me get it right here, faith-filled fear. Now that's deep. What the world are you talking about, Brother Ivory? Yep. They're absolutely trying to develop in you what is faith-filled fear. Glad you asked. FFF, faith Field fear. Now, what is that? Glad you asked. Faith filled fear is becoming so fearful of what the demons are doing, saying, touching, operating, shadow, until you have faith in it. And I maintain to tell you, whatever you have faith in, it can activate in the spirit realm, it can open portals and doors. That's why God said, the shield of Faith, our belief, our trust, got that? Our hope in him will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. But faith-filled fear will open the door to demonic harassment. And, and usually when a person has done this, here goes what, you, uh, what, I, what they'll say to me. I said, I want to ask you a question. Now, I'm going to say it again. This is a sign 
when you've been captured by faith-filled fear. Or fear, your fear is has your faith tied up. Here goes what happened. You will say to them, now wait a minute. When you had this manifestation, when you prayed, what happened? Nothing. Uh, when you rebuked it and commanded to go, what happened? Nothing. When you used the word of God against it, what happened? Nothing. When you commanded it in the name of Jesus Christ to get out of the room, what happened? Nothing. Now, the word of God still works. The word of God is 100,000% truth. Jesus said, go be to God. He gave us power over all the power of the enemy. The reason why it's not working for them, because they have faith filled fear. In short, there are more trust in the demons, the monitoring, the touching. Now I'm going to make somebody mad. Somebody going to get mad because now I'm touching the demons that gives them a, a meaningful life. In other words, the, the, the devils have always been behind me. Listen, devil, you can go straight to Hades. Devil, you can go straight to the pit. I'm going to say it again. Devil, you can go straight to Hades. Matter of fact, the Bible said hell was made for the devil and his angel. I am going to live by faith, and the just shall live by their faith and their trust in their Savior. What is amazing, what is amazing, the victims recognizes the demon's presence and forget God and his angels are there at their side as well. They forget, they will recognize the demon's presence and forget that God and his angels are there. Are you hearing me? Now I'm almost coming to the end of this message. Amen. And I say this right now and again, you that are listening at this podcast, you have been listening to Apostle Ivory Hopkins, the general of deliverance. I thank you for coming on Ivory Hopkins podcast. I do ask you, whether it is YouTube or Ivory Hopkins podcast, we ask you to like it. We ask you, amen, to subscribe to what we're doing so you can catch up with these biblically based messages. Now, that's the way I come. If you come on my site, my website, my YouTube, Ivory Hopkins YouTube, or the General of Deliverance podcast, you're going to always get biblically, scripturally based teaching. That's what I'm doing. I have one clear-cut agenda to teach balanced deliverance across the nation and then go home. Now, let me finish the last of this, and then I'm, I am out. I have 10 things to share. Then what do I do when this is happening, what do I do? Number one, when hearing the thought of voice, tell what God's word says. It is written like Jesus did. In other words, when you are hearing these voices, because some people think like freedom is never hearing that voice. Freedom is I'll not be tempted again. Freedom is somebody won't be jealous. That's not freedom. Freedom is I don't give a flute. If you're jealous of me, God gave me favor and you're not taking it. Freedom is, is that when the enemy's voice speak, the Bible said, my sheep know my voice and another day will not follow. And Jesus, God, the word of God comes in the volume of the books. When the enemy came at Jesus in Matthew 4, he kept saying over and over what was written. It is written. So number one, when you hear these thoughts or voices, Tell it what God's word said. Number two, refuse to respond to their manifestation. 
Keep doing your life with faith in God and with faith in God has your back. In other words, refuse to respond at their manifestation. I have often told y'all how that after I had went through an operation in Lewis Hospital here in Delaware, at the end of it, a monitoring demon showed up in the, <laughs> this stupid demon showed up after the operation. It was a headless spirit that looked like a hag. And it got in my face, about three inches in my face. I looked at the demon and I said, really? Is that it? God done brought me through a whole operation. The Lord done kept the hands of the doctor. He blessed me with the nurses that knew what they were doing. He blessed me through the whole operation. And all you got to do, I guess you're coming to see how wonderful the work God did. I turned around and told the thing, is that it? And then the demon left. When Evelyn was on her way home. And all of a sudden, she gets a call from Prophet Kimberly McNutt. Sister Prophet, Prophetess Kimberly McNutt called Evelyn and said, Sister Evelyn, I was in prayer. And God told me that there were evil watchers that were looking at Apostle, that were monitoring Apostle. So when Evelyn gets home, I call her. She never knowing that I had just had the experience. I called her. I said, babe. I got something to tell you. She said, no, sweetheart. She said, I got something to tell you. Somebody called uh, one of the ministers, that was, an apostle Eckhart, one of their prophets called and shared something. I said, Evan, let me tell you what I got to say first. She said, go ahead, go ahead. I said, honey, <laughs> I said, I started laughing. I said, honey, a demon with a head, with a headless demon, had no body, showed up about three or four inches from my face, looking me over. He looked confused. He looked messed up. And I turned around and told the demon, really? It did it? And Evelyn said, oh, Lord, I thank you. She said, prophetess Kimberly McNutt had prophesied to me that spoke to me that God showed her that there was a monitoring spirit that was monitoring you. And guess what? So what? It, it peeped in on the glory of God. It peeped in on a man of God that's blessed and highly favored. It peeped in on somebody that is seated on the right hand of the Father with all authority. It peeped in with someone who is wondrously and gloriously made. Peep in. I'd be looking too if I was damned like you. Damned like you meaning going to hell. I ain't cussing here. That demon's looking into the grace and the glory because I wasn't afraid. Because if that been me, I would have. If that been you, you would have what? Yeah, you would have. You would have. You would have framed your whole life around that stupid demon. Ah, number four. Let me go. On. Number four. When they come at you with harassing dreams, wake up and rebuke it, and keep right doing you. Keep on doing you. Live your life. Live your day. Ignore the bum. Well, brother Harvey, don't I need to pull it down? Pull it down then. Then I need to rebuke it. Rebuke it then. But if you rebuke it, leave it. Keep on stepping. Let me tell you something. Number five. Demonic, narcissistic spirits cannot stand when they no longer are getting our response to their antics. I'm going to say it one more time. Demonic, narcissistic spirits, they cannot stand when they no longer are getting our response. Listen, I, I do demons like I do some people. Ignore them. There are some people, and I'm a nice guy, basically. There are some people that are so ignorant with their antics, I don't pay them no mind. I do them like I do something on Facebook that's crazy. Block it. Just block it, get it right on out of my life, ain't got no time for it. Demonic, narcissistic spirits cannot stand it 
when they no longer are getting our respond. They want our respond. And here goes the amazing thing. I'm going to say something. And I got, I got five more to say. When these demons do this to these people, you can command and pray for hours, and it doesn't change because it's not a demon inside of them doing this. It is a demonic stronghold that they are not using 2 Corinthians 10, 5 on. It's a demonic stronghold where they are not pushing against. It's a demonic stronghold that has tricked them, and they're good people. These are enemies of ours, but demons have a host of people who are responding to them Wasting their life, their time, their months, and their years. And in reality, it ain't about nothing but the demon keeping you tied up so you won't live. Let, let me get let me get unsuper deep. So you won't live your normal day. So you can't walk down the road, put a piece of chewing gum in your mouth, chewing and stepping at the same time and enjoying life. This is what they want. They want everything all about them when you wake up, when you go to bed, when you brush your teeth. They want it all about them. Not happening. God Almighty. Number six, now here's how you push back with faith in God being a shield. Here goes some of the areas where you push back. Number six, this is how you push back with faith in God being your shield. Ready? Don't give place to the devil. Ephesians 4 and 27. This word faith giving place is topaz, which means giving him an occupation and a room. Don't give it to him because he's trying to get a room in your life. Whatever. Listen, soldiers, you didn't listen to me that, I, that the demons haven't got you so mad you done ran off. Soldiers, whatever this thing is doing, but it keeps doing that, Brother Ivory. It keeps doing it because it's working. He's not doing it because he controls you. He's doing it because you haven't learned how to stop giving in place. There's some devils that, yeah, they're talking. There's some things, yeah, I saw the vision. Well, if God shows you a vision, God's got a provision. If God shows you some kind of situation, then God's got the answer. If the devil tries to scare you, then guess what? Shield up on him. Faith up on him. And refuse to participate. Ephesians 4 and 27. Stop giving him place. Number, number eight, resist the devil and he will flee. James 4 and 7. But Brother Arby, how often do I resist him one time or two times? You resist him as long as it takes because that's the armor that you have. Resisting the enemy and making them free is one of the entitled things that we have been given as the body of Christ. Number nine, that's James 4 and 7. Number nine, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let that bum know greater is he that's in me that he did is in the world. So I refuse to keep giving you, you trifling, no count, disillusion, demon. I refuse to give you my attention. Matter of fact, you're going to make me praise God up in here. You're going to make me glorify the Lord and all the heavenly host that encamps about me. You're going to make me gain my mind up in here. You're going to make me take in captivity my mind up in here. I'm not going to lose my mind up in here. I'm going to retain my mind. I'm going to renew my mind. Come on, man. Oh, is anybody heard me? Number 10, let that bum know. Romans 8, 37 and 28. Let him know that you are more than a conqueror through Christ that strengthens you. My dear friend, 
This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins, the general of deliverance, straight up soldier and warrior. Today's podcast, today's message was understanding how the spirit of God comes to your protection during demonic attacks, demonic activity. Now, if this message has been a blessing to you guys, we ask you to cash app us a donation. Amen. Sometimes we say to people, if you can cash up a $5 donation, amen, you can do that. We will appreciate that. Amen. You can either go to our cash app. Our cash app is General Ivory Hopkins. That's our cash app. That's our thing. Dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. Or you can go to our website, and Evelyn is putting that up on the screen, pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Dot org, and you can make a donation in on the donate button. And we also have on our website at pilgrimsministry.org, we have a host of all the books. I've written 26 books on different subjects. Well, my dear friends, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. And as I get ready to go, I want to tell y'all something. I want you always to remember that God, he is watching this has been the General of Deliverance Podcast. We want to thank all of you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe, amen, on YouTube and on our podcast. Subscribe so you can take and catch these next new powerful and strong messages that I will be preaching using the word of God rightly divided. God bless. Have a good one, soldiers. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye.